Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. You want to know what really grinds my gears? When childhood friends become lovers. Why does that always have to happen? Thank you for listening to the What's Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another very interesting podcast for you. Today's another episode of What Grinds My Gears. And yeah, guys, I really, really get pissed off. When I go to watch a romantic, it's always the romantic anime, okay? It's always the romantic ha- uh, anime, whether it's harem or just a, just your regular run-of-the-mill romance. Well, you have two friends that they, they, they know each other as children, right? And then one goes like, I will marry you one day. You know, like they're in freaking kindergarten or something. And the teacher's like, oh, well, you know, I just got married. And, and then and then the, the two children who know nothing about romance or love or anything like that. <laughs> one turn and usually is usually the girl or the, it really is equally. It, it happens both ways. I feel like it's more so the girls who do this crap. Where they go like, one day I will marry you. And then, and then... Freaking, what, 14, 15 years later, they take that, literally, they take that promise that they remember that little children, that they really, their memory shouldn't really be that good. But obviously, that's the one thing they remember, is the fact that they promised that person that they were going to marry them one day. There there's no romance back then. There was no, they didn't even like each other like that back then. They, they were just kids. Kids like everybody, except for the people who tell them what to do. They don't like them, but they like everybody, okay? They like everybody and everything. So when they're making the promise, oh, I'm going to marry you one day, they don't even understand the concept. The concept of marriage. But no, here we go, 12 years later. 12, 13, 14, 15, 18 years later, okay? And then here comes the girl, and then she's trying to get with the guy, and he doesn't really understand. But then here comes the flashback montage thing of whatever. And all of a sudden, you see that they were children once. 
who knew each other. Of course, they were children once. <laughs> but they, they knew each other back in the day, and one promised to marry the other. Now they will try to pursue a romantic relationship, and one must convince the other, the one who promised to marry the other one, that, yeah, we, we should get together. Based off of a childhood promise that just... That, <sighs> Is is a it's a what is this a, a trope? Is that what it's called? This is a trope that is just ever present in so many anime, so many romantic. Like uh, one of the more common ones, I guess. Uh, you could say like uh, Winry Rockbell and and Edward Elric from Full Metal Metal Alchemist. You know, eventually they get together. I don't know if that one's so bad because their romance doesn't happen all, all the way to the end of Brotherhood. I don't even remember they even get together in the original anime. But anyway, I got some examples of just couples in anime where this is just... It just... It, it, it happens in so many. And you know what? I did another Grind My Gear the first episode last week on um on harem anime where the character like you of course harem anime when you have a bunch of girls and one guy when we really know who the girl's gonna be we really know who the girl's gonna be we don't even gotta guess or or like i mean like of course they give all the other girls kind of a chance but from the get-go we know that it's going to be like top chick like we just know it's gonna be her we know he's gonna choose or he's just going to be indecisive and not choose anybody, which is a whole nother episode of Grandma Gears. But anyway, let's let's do one episode at a time. I'm talking about past, present, and future episodes all at the same time. Anyway. Um, oh, but in these harem anime, th this is something that is very prevalent in harem anime. Where in, in, in actually, the, the top girl... Almost always happens to be a childhood friend. Why? Why do you gotta be a childhood? Why can't you just be somebody that that he met in high school or middle school or whatever whatever time period that's taking place in these young lovers' lives? Why does it always have to be they were friends once and then one promised to be with the other one and now they gotta make it true because they really took that to heart all these years later and they've been saving themselves just for you. Just for that one person. That really grinds my gears. Anyway, let me jump into examples here. I prepared for this podcast. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, here's one. Here's a juicy one. Anime Ka Love Hina. Okay. Oh, oh, crap. Yes, yes, Love Hina. It's just a, it's a, it's a harem anime. It's basically a guy who uh, becomes the manager of, like, Hinata Apartments, which became a girl's dormitory. So, therefore, you know, college-age guys, now the manager of college-age girls. They make the recipes for a fantastic harem anime. Well, top girl in that one happens to be a childhood friend. Her name was freaking uh, Naru something. I ain't gonna try it. Naru Sagawa. Naru, Naru Nara Sagawa. Her sec, her name, her last name is Naru Sagawa. Her first name is Naru, so Naru Naru Sagaga, Sagaga, Sagawa. And our boy, the protagonist is Keitaro. Okay, 
So this this is a a prime offender of this whole trope of childhood friend. So it it had a it's, it gets two strikes for me. One, we know that the top chick is the obvious choice and all the other girls really don't stand much of a chance in terms of winning his affections by the end of the anime. And second, childhood friend thing. Okay? Another anime. True Tears. Now this one, I wouldn't really go and say it's like primarily a romantic anime. Um, but basically, in True Tears, the childhood friend very nearly did not win the affections of the woman. Uh, because I, I wrote this kind of weird. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to read from this thing. The whole time, they, there are primarily two chicks. All right. There, there are two girls in this, and the protagonist is based in a high school setting. And one happens to be a childhood friend. And, and guess what? Who he's attracted to? Well, actually, his, his heart is kind of torn between. Uh, one chick and the other one. But guess what? What? Guess what, guys? One of them happens to be, guess what? A childhood friend. And guess who he uh, uh, sends his affections towards towards the end of the anime? Oh, maybe it's a childhood friend because the trope has to rear his ugly head. Now, keep in mind that he doesn't always, in every anime, uh, the guy doesn't always have to uh, end up with the childhood friend. But it is a very prevalent and very annoying trope that shows up in a lot of anime. Another one is um, Myself, Yourself. Another anime that isn't necessarily romantically driven, but it is heavily uh, filled with drama. It's drama driven through and through. And basically, protagonist leaves his hometown. And I don't remember what happened, but he loses his memories. He comes back and all of his... Guess what? In this one, when he comes back, the, every girl who happens to be in his harem, because it's like, hey, look, he left when he was a kid. Look who's back. Every girl in his harem, every single last one, is a childhood friend. Okay, so this this is like a, a terrible offender. Myself, yourself, like really just takes it to the extreme in terms of the childhood friend thing because they all have memories with Homeboy when he comes back as childhood friends. And I'm not saying they all promise each other themselves to him during during childhood, but... That is that trope is still very, very, very prevalent. In fact, it's so prevalent in myself yourself that it is a driving force of the freaking story. <laughs> Another one is Amagami SS, which I man, this was a good anime. I enjoyed it, and basically, it's like um, I forgot the word for it, but it's like a round table style anime. There's an official term for it. Basically, every four episodes. Uh, he he gets with the girl, he, he tries to woo her, he does it in a really weird way, and then he gets with her, and by the end of that four-episode arc or segment or whatever you want to call it, it rewinds itself back to the beginning, and then the events play out for the next girl to get her chance with him. I loved Amigami SS. It was a really good anime, romantic uh, anime, and guess what? Guess what? Guess what one of the girls were? Oh, you... Oh, are you saying that perhaps she was a childhood friend? Because you be right. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. 
Uh, I, <laughs> you know, my the tone of my voice softened a little bit because I really don't want to trash Amagami. Yes, yes, I really, I really like that anime. It's actually one of my top ten uh, romantic anime for sure. But hey, hey, the trope is alive and well. Okay, now here's an anime that changes up the dynamic of the childhood friends turned lovers. Uh, special A. Okay, so Special A, um, basically the they knew each other as uh, child, friends, kids, whatever. They knew each other when they were children, right? But instead of falling in love with each other outright, um, the the female girl, uh, who's the protagonist, can't think of her name right now, didn't write it down, but basically she um, challenges him. She sees him as a competitor now. And, um, you know, I mean, obviously feelings during their, she's always challenging him, like trying to rustle him, trying to, uh, race him, trying to, she's just trying to prove that she is better than him in every way. But, you know, as the, the whole thing, you know, the course of the story, obviously, um, feelings naturally begin to stir between the two young high school lovers. Well, they're not. Lovers, I don't write. Anyway, just watch the anime. <laughs> anyway, guys. Childhood friends who turn into lovers. Really grinds my gears. And it's just, it's just, it's one of those things. It's kind of like lollies in harem anime, okay? Um, well, maybe that's not a good one. Um, lollies in a lot of newer anime. They're just there. They're a trope. They're not to be taken seriously, and it's just become a part of the fabric of these types of anime, romantic or otherwise. I did get the example of freaking um, Fullmetal Alchemist. I mean, you could go as far as to say Dragon Ball's Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z with freaking Chi Chi and Goku. She, uh, I think he promised to marry her when they were just kids or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he promised to marry Chi-Chi when they were children. And Chi-Chi took it literally. She took it literally. And then went to fight Goku in the in the World Martial Arts Tournament back in Dragon Ball when she was an actual fighter and not just an annoying housewife. But anyway, um, and then he proposed to her right there on stage. So, yeah, that's another one right there. I just thought about that. And it's just, there's hundreds, guys, thousands of anime, okay? There's, like, more than 11,000, 12,000 anime in existence right now, probably more. Uh, you know, it's really hard to keep track, and I've only watched, like, three. I feel like I'm at the 400 mark. I feel like I'm, I'm up there. I, I used to watch a lot more anime back in high school than I do now, but... I felt like I, I'm in that in that realm of the four hundreds, but yeah, there's uh like eleven or twelve thousand. So there's there's just too much crap out there to watch, and there's too little time of the day. And uh, brother got to live his life. So anyway, guys, that is this episode of What Grinds My Gears: Childhood Friends Who Turn Into Lovers. And I want you. Dear listener, the go next time you watch an anime, just 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 watch out for this trope, okay? And when when I say watch out, I don't mean like oh no, get pissed like me, okay? And I'm not even really pissed. I'm not like I'm not punching the TV screen or nothing like that. I do yell at the screen. <laughs> 
uh, I do yell a lot at the screen, but I don't, I don't physically get violent with my electronics because they cost money anyway. Um, but you know, just acknowledge the fact that it happened. Maybe keep a counter like I do because you don't have a life. Just, just tick it off every time you see. Oh, this anime had it. This anime had it. This anime had it, you know, and just slowly just start getting angry at life. Anyway, this is Batman Live 2002. Please visit my website, wasasum.com, W-A-S-A-S-U-M.com. Please visit my Patreon. I'm just kidding. I don't have a Patreon. Anyway, <laughs> what, what, we're going to have, like, what, five people <laughs> give me a dollar a month or something? I'm not that big yet. Anyway, guys, I feel like I wanted to say something else, but that's it. Tomorrow... Tomorrow I will be bringing you a, an excellent uh, episode of Hentai of the Week, so please stay tuned for that. And um, I'm going to need you guys to do me one big favor. Stay with awesome people. Stay with awesome. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet!